Dashtelek, welcome to Tibet This Week, a weekly news edition on Tibet, His Holiness the Dalai Lama and Central Tibetan Administration. Let's have a look at today's headlines. Members of Raymond Maxasse Award Foundation present Raymond Maxasse Award in person to His Holiness after 64 years. Vocational training by China threatens Tibetan identity and carries risk of forced labor in Tibet, says United Nations experts. Sikyong member sitting begins official visits in Europe. Sikyong discusses Sino-Tibet conflict with United Kingdom's parliamentary group for Tibet and testifies before international freedom of religion or belief. A group of international delegation visits Central Tibetan administration expresses solidarity. Germany calls for closure of all compulsory boarding schools in Tibet. 35 academic scholars of Tibetan studies issue statement criticizing media slandering of His Holiness the Dalai Lama. Prince Hans Adam II graces Thank You Lekenstein program of the Tibetan. Tibet support groups in Europe holds regional meeting in Prague, Czech Republic. Belgian members of the parliament condemn China's interference in reincarnation of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. North America Tibetan Association lobby for resolution to Tibet-China Conflict Act. Tibetans and supporters commemorate the 34th birthday of the 11th Pension Lama. A group of Raymond Magsasay Award Foundation members from the Philippines received an audience with His Holiness the Dalai Lama on Wednesday this week on the 64th anniversary of the confirming of the award to His Holiness in the year 1959. The visiting members of the Raymond Magsasay Award Foundation were here in Taramshala to celebrate the commemoration and to personally present the award to His Holiness as it was received on behalf of the later by his elder brother Gyalo Thindup on 31st August 1959 in the Philippines' capital Manila. Your Holiness, you were the youngest awardee. Are yes, no. 24. You were 24 oh, years old. Yes, <laughs> 1959. So, you know, uh, I think uh, young people can be inspired by that. To, say, to think that even though they are young, there is so much they can do. The Raymond Magsasay Award was conceived to honor greatness of spirit shown in service to the people of Asia, regardless of race, gender or religion. A group of six United Nations experts jointly issued a press release expressing concerns over so-called vocational training and forced labor transfer programs being carried out in Tibet by China in the press release on 27th April. This press release is issued following the joint communication sent to the Chinese government on the matter. The experts noted these programs are being used as pretext to undermine Tibetan religious, linguistic and cultural identity to monitor and politically indoctrinate Tibetans. The experts also warned such programs could lead to situations of forced labor. Hundreds and thousands of Tibetans have been forcibly removed from their traditional sustainable lives to low-skill and low-paid employment since 2015 under the program described as voluntary, but in practice their participation has reportedly been coerced, said the United Nations experts. Representative Chile Chuki of the Tibet Bureau Geneva thanked the United Nations experts for undertaking their mandate and monitoring the situation in Tibet closely. 
Sikyong Pemba Sitting of the Central Tibetan Administration embarked on an official visit to four European countries, namely United Kingdom, Norway, Denmark and Germany from 21 April to 9 May 2023. Sikyong will meet parliamentarians, members of Tibet support groups and Tibetan communities in the aforementioned countries. He will also speak at universities during the visit. Sikyong Pimpatsiring, the democratically elected leader of the Tibetan people, arrived in London to begin an official visit to the United Kingdom that is scheduled to last until 1st May. He was greeted by Representative Sonam Tsiring Farsi, Office of Tibet London, Venerable Kikang Rinpoche, Tibetan Community Britain Chairperson Tenzi Kunga, other members and Tibetans in UK as he landed at the Heathrow Airport on Sunday last week. In Scotland, Sikyong Pembatsiring will meet with the senior government officials, members of the parliament, active Tibet supporters, as well as others in relevant parliamentary committee groups including foreign affairs, human rights, freedom of religion, among others. On 25th April, Sikyong was hosted at the United Kingdom Parliament by the co-chair of the All-Party Parliamentary Group for Tibet, members of the parliament Tim Lawton and members of the parliament Carrie McCarthy and members of the parliament Vera Hophouse for an in-depth discussion on the Sino-Tibet conflict where he briefly met with the speaker, Sir Lindsay Hoyle, and observed the proceedings of the House of Commons. He also met with the chairwoman of the Foreign Affairs Committee of the United Kingdom Parliament, MP Alicia Kearns, at Portcullis House as part of his official engagement earlier on that same day. During this visit, Sikyo also engaged with civil society organizations, think tanks, human rights organizations, Buddhist organizations, media and hold talks with the Tibetan community in the United Kingdom. Sikyo addressed the Democracy Forum on the topic 72 years of Chinese colonial rule in Tibet, which was chaired by Humphrey Halsley, author and former BBC Asia correspondent and joined by Chris Law, members of the parliament, co-chair of All-Party Parliamentary Group on Tibet, Dr. Martin Mills, Director, Scottish Centre for Himalayan Research, University of Aberdeen, Professor Dibesh Anand, Head of the Schools of Social Science and Professor of International Relations at University of Westminster, with closing remarks by Barry Gardner, Members of the Parliament and Chair of the Democracy Forum. This is Sikyong Pembatsiring's second official visit to the United Kingdom. Sikyong's first visit to the United Kingdom was in January 2023, when he was invited to address the Oxford Union Society on the Sino-Tibetan conflict. Apart from that, Sikyong testified before the United Kingdom All-Party Parliamentary Group for International Freedom of Religion or Belief, one of the largest all-party parliamentary groups in the United Kingdom Parliament, on religious freedom in Tibet at the United Kingdom Parliament. The abbot of the Tashi Limbu Monastery, Venerable Zikyap Rinpoche, the Tibetan former political prisoner and niece of late Tulku Tensi Delek Rinpoche, Nimalhamo, and Representative Sonam Tsering Farsi from the Office of Tibet London accompanied Sikyong at the hearing. A delegation of International Campaign for Tibet, led by its president Tenchoi Gyazo, visited the Tibetan parliament in exile on Monday this week. The delegation consisting of board members and staff of the ICT met with the Deputy Speaker Thomas Rintega and discussed varied issues of common interest. The Deputy Speaker briefed the ICT members on the evolution, composition and functioning of the Tibetan Parliament in exile, starting from the democratization of the Tibetan polity, which had long been an aspiration of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama, initiating the reforms in Tibet by His Holiness to the development of his political authorities and others. 
A four-member delegation of French Senate led by Senator Jacqueline Astage Bourneau, Senator Els Joseph, Senator Oliver Redman and Terry Munier, civil servant in Senate, arrived in Taramshala on Thursday last week for a five-day visit. The delegation met with Sikyong Pembatsering at the Cabinet Secretariat to discuss key issues concerning the Sino-Tibet conflict and welfare of Tibetans in exile. On Friday last week, the delegation met with Kalun Nonzidoma and senior officials of the Department of Information and International Relations. Kalun extended gratitude to the delegation, particularly Senator Brunio, for constantly highlighting the critical predicament of Tibetans in Tibet and advocating strong support for the resumption of Sino-Tibetan dialogue. Following their meeting, the delegation visited Tibetan Parliamentary Secretariat and met with Speaker Kempo Sunam Tempel, Deputy Speaker Thomas Ringtekang, and members of the Standing Committee. The delegates met with His Holiness the Dalai Lama, who returned from Delhi, where His Holiness attended a two-day Buddhist summit. The federal government of Germany expressed concern over increasingly deteriorating situation in Tibet and voiced its support to the United Nations experts called to end all compulsory boarding schools and forced relocations of Tibetan nomads in Tibet in a meeting held with the Parliamentary Committee on Human Rights and Humanitarian Act on Thursday last week. A representative from German Federal Foreign Office shared concerns over systematic violations of human rights in Tibet and expressed its support to the United Nations experts' recent findings on the situation in Tibet and called upon China to end compulsory boarding schools and forcible removal of Tibetan nomads in Tibet by Chinese government. Detailing gross violations of human rights in Tibet by China, the German Foreign Office's representative emphasized Germany ensures the issue of human rights violations are not lost sight of by Germany. Representative Tilly of the Tibet Bureau Geneva welcomed Germany's firm position to safeguard the fundamental rights of the Tibetan people and said this sends a clear message across Europe that the deplorable situation in Tibet under China can no longer be overlooked. In a joint statement issued on Friday last week, a group of 35 academic scholars of Tibetan studies across the world strongly criticized and condemned the distasteful media coverage of His Holiness the Dalai Lama's exchange with a young Indian boy at the public event while calling it an ill-intentioned attack on the authority of His Holiness the Dalai Lama and sentiments of Tibetan community as well as the global Buddhist community. The statement further cautioned Global News Network to perform a thorough investigation of the sources of their information before disseminating information on sensitive matters such as this and urges the news media to carefully decode the context of the fuller video specifically in the light of Tibetan cultural context where it is commonly recognized traditional ways of greeting. Moreover, it appeals to the mainstream media to scrupulously take into account the sanctity of the lifelong oath-bound celibacy to which His Holiness the Dalai Lama has committed himself. On the occasion of the 30th anniversary of the Tibetan community in Lechenstein, Prince of Lechenstein, Hans Adam II, graced the Thank You Lechenstein event organized by the Tibetan community of Lechenstein on Saturday last week. Members of the community gathered to express profound gratitude and to thank the people and government of Lechenstein for granting a second home to Tibetan refugees in Lechenstein. 
Representative Chilichuki, along with President of Jamenti Balzars Har Honshok Bukel, President Kamachuki, and Vice President Tenzi Wangti of the Tibetan Community of Switzerland and Liechtenstein, former member of the Tibetan Parliament in exile, Samto Chamba, together with other guests, joined the members of the community for the event. Tibet support groups in Europe gathered for its regional meeting held at the Tibet Open House in Prague, Czech Republic from 22nd to 24th April. The meeting was hosted by the International Tibet Network and over 40 participants from more than 14 European countries took part in the meeting. The meeting discussed and deliberated on various agenda aimed at strengthening Tibet advocacy, including series of workshops to amplify the voices and capacity of Tibet groups in their Tibet advocacy initiatives. Representative Tilichuki, who was also at the meeting, talked about Central Tibetan Administration's efforts in finding resolution for Sino-Tibet conflict and Central Tibetan Administration priorities in Europe, including Central Tibetan Administration's ongoing activities and advocacy in Europe. While in Prague, Czech Republic, Representative Tile paid a courtesy call to the President of Czech Senate Parliamentary Group for Tibet, Senator Primsil Rabas. A two discussed a range of issues, including future activities on Tibet by the parliamentary group in the Czech Republic. Representative Tilechuki also held several meetings with the like-minded groups. Representatives of Boston and Massachusetts-based Tibetan associations, along with parliamentarian Tundrup Tsiring, paid a courtesy call on Senator Ed Markey, Senator Elizabeth Warren and Congresswoman Catherine Clark on Tuesday at their respective offices to push for the enactment of resolution to Tibet-China Conflict Act, which was reintroduced in the U.S. Congress in February. This one-day advocacy launched by the Tibetan Associations of Boston and Massachusetts was participated by Geshe Ngawantile of Seraje Tehor Kanzen, former political prisoner Ngawang Sangtul and Lajun Tedong, director of Tibet Action Institute. Tashilimbu Monastery, the monastic seat of Penchen Lama, nestled in Balakopi Tibetan settlement in exile, celebrated the 34th birth anniversary of Penchen Lama Gindi Chöginyima. Every year on his birthday, individuals to organizations and NGOs to government-level campaign for his immediate release from the Chinese custody. This year, too, a campaign in his honor was launched by supporters of the Tibetan cause, Sri Kishan Singh Sugara, Principal Chief Conservator of Forests, and Sri Somyadeep Datta, Regional Governor, Core Group for Tibetan Cause, Northeast Region. The celebration was led by Tsildrim Rinpoche and Master of Ceremony was presented by Venerable Kachin Jamyang. In Delhi, Bharat Tipat Samanwe Sang joined the Tibetan counterparts in commemorating the day at Samyeling Tibetan settlement, Mashtukatila, organized by Regional Tibetan Women Association. PTSS National President Women's Department, Professor Sumitra Kuketri, National General Secretary, Women Santhya Singh, Province President Women Pramila Malik, Province Vice President Parul Gupta, Province General Secretary Rekha Jinkan, Province Coordinator IT Division Ajit Dube and other members attended the program. They prayed for the good health of the 11th Pension Lama and demanded for his immediate release from the Chinese custody. A book, Tipati Aparat Palak, published by the Department of Information and International Relations, Central Tibetan Administration about His Holiness the 11th Pension Lama, was distributed to all the members. PTSS members also participated to commemorate the day at Digiling Tibetan Settlement, Teradun, Bihar, India-Tibet Friendship Society, Bhagalpur, 
Inter-Tibetan Friendship Society Charkant and Regional Chapter at Reva, Madhya Pradesh. The Tibetan Community Association of Belgium, International Campaign for Tibet, Brussels and Lungta jointly organized a candlelight vigil at the square in front of the Brussels Central Station. The three organizations urged the international community to press the Chinese government to provide evidence of its well-being. Representative Rinzi Chudin Gengang, in an address to the gathering, informed about the strong support of the 11 members of the European Parliament from across the political spectrum, led by the members of the European Parliament, Mekula Speksa, who submitted a written appeal to the European Union High Representative, Joseph Borrell, to raise this concern with the Chinese counterpart during the European Union and China strategic dialogue. She also informed the gathering about the support of the 30 members of the Inter-Parliamentary Group for Tibet in Spanish Senate who also demanded China provide proof of life and account of the whereabouts of the 11th Pension Lama. In the joint statement of the 34th birthday of the Pension Lama, Gendi Chuginima, Els Van Hoof, President and Samuel Kogolati, Vice President of the Foreign Affairs Committee of the Belgian Federal Parliament, condemned the Chinese government's interference in the selection and recognition of the reincarnation of His Holiness the 14th Dalai Lama. They further state that the system of recognizing reincarnated spiritual beings is a religious practice unique to Tibetan Buddhism and should solely be the prerogative of the present Dalai Lama himself and no one else. Moreover, they called on the Chinese authorities to provide proof of life and account for Gendin Chögyinyima's whereabout and called for his and his parents' immediate release along with all other Tibetan political prisoners. The Department of Information and International Relations of the Central Tibetan Administration extends heartfelt prayers for the well-being of the 11th Pension Lama on his 34th birthday. Tibet's second-highest religious leader, Gendi Chögyinyima alias Pension Lama, was kidnapped by the Chinese government in 1995 after he had been recognized as the 11th Pension Lama. At the age of six years, he became the world's youngest political prisoner and he has not been seen since, along with his entire family. That is all for this week's edition on Tibet This Week. Thank you for watching Tibet TV.